everyone welcome to the withering effect episode 135 today's date is march 13th 2022 and i am duds or duds versus known to the rest of the interwebs and i'm jimbo you may know me as jimbo slice 23 so what have you been up to this week duds i played minecraft <laughs> you did yeah uh that doesn't sound shocking to some of you guys but to those who know i ended up like not playing at all last week so the fact that I actually played some this week was a good thing. I, I've just been so tired from work and then hitting creative blocks. I ended up just forcing myself to place blocks this week and it, it just kickstarted something. So I built a really nice pond in front of my house, which I absolutely adore. And it really is pushing the, I want to do some landscaping around my base. The problem is it's easier to landscape when you have the buildings already in place to landscape around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it helps. Yeah, I need to get working on that. But then I also worked with Carl and did a blaze farm. We've been wanting to do this blaze farm for weeks, but we could never get our times lined up. So we just kept getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back. And finally on Thursday, we built the blaze farm. It is super simple. Even the Blaze Farm last season was more complicated than when than the one we just built, but it works. Uh, it was built incorrectly. Mm. Yeah, Carl, I'm letting everyone know on air. Carl does not know how to count, but it still works. <laughs> Though I was placing because you know blazes get pushed by lava now, mm-hmm. and I was placing the lava to push all the blaze to the center, and because we built the size of the cage wrong, I have a couple dead spots of lava. Yeah. Which really stink. And for some reason, the blazes are attracted to those dead spots. Hmm. And you just kind of have to wait for them to go into their, I'm going to wander mode. Because the second they wander out of that spot, the lava picks them up and pushes them down. Yeah. But, yep. Uh, Blaze farm's nice. Still works, though, right? Yeah, it still works. Yeah. It probably will not be my XP, though. So, I've said that I want to not use an ender ender for xp this season mm-hmm. so i'm trying to find ways around that and i was like blaze farm produces a good bit of xp and i get fuel at the same time i don't mind waiting a little bit longer to get more xp because i'm getting a lot of fuel right man but i sat there for like half an hour <laughs> i only got like two stacks of rods and yeah i fixed all my tools and stuff but it's like that was almost not worth it I'm thinking about making one of those XP on demand furnace machines. Mm-hmm. Those are nice. Yeah, they work by smelting cactus. So you kind of need a massive cactus farm. I already have a cactus farm and it produces relatively well. But to do that machine, I need a really big cactus farm and a bamboo farm to fuel it. And it's like, do I want to build another cactus farm just for this? But if I do it, I'm going to put it inside the mountain, kind of tucked and hidden away. Right. It's nice having that on-demand XP. I had one of those last season. Mm-hmm. You, you want to make sure, like, it's constantly, you know, you got cactus constantly coming in, too. Yeah. Just so you can actually mm-hmm. get your stuff mended. Yeah, I built one in season two of Ripple Effect, and it was nice. And I had an automatic shutoff valve where if... All the furnaces had gone through the amount of XP they needed and stored up that it would shut both farms, both the bamboo and cactus side off. 
So I wasn't running machines that didn't have to be run. Well, the cactus farm, the only, the only thing I did to turn it off was I broke a water stream and just dumped it into lava because you can't really turn a cactus farm off. Hmm. But there was no extra buildup. Nothing was just floating around waiting to be used up. So that might come at some point this season. I'm going to keep giving the blaze farm a try. Maybe I ended up liking it more later. But right now, meh. <laughs> and the meh doesn't come from Carl's design where he couldn't count. <laughs> the, the meh is not Carl's fault if you guys think I'm blaming Carl on that. It's just it's been so long since I used one. I felt they were faster previously than they are now. Yeah. The other thing we did was stream weekend, which is still going on as we speak right now. Ripple effect people are streaming. Right. But I'm not streaming today. I don't think you're streaming today either, are you? No. No. No stream. Yeah. Two days is too much for me. I did that last stream weekend. But I ended up making these giant ice paths that connect all the farms on my base. And I love it. So I made mention when I built my cactus farm that it was going to be the gathering pit for everything. Mm -hmm. So what I've done is my wheat farm goes to a barrel next to my cow farm, because obviously that's what I'm using it for. And I've been manually having to pull the wheat out and put it in the composter right next to it. Not horrible, but not great, especially when my iron farm has a composter built to it and a massive bone meal silo storage system that wasn't keeping up with the wheat farm, mm. which I always thought was weird. I go, I know this thing's producing a lot of poppies. Why can I not even get a single chest full of bone meal? Whereas this wheat farm is just massively filling up chests over and over and over again. Mm -hmm. Well, it, it turns out I broke my sorting system. <laughs> oh, for the iron, for the poppy fielder? Yep. And none of the poppies were going into the system. Oh, wow. I accidentally put a single tick on the repeater for the sorter. And instead of going in through a buffer hopper, it was going straight into the composter. And a composter is slower than a hopper. So you tie in the slower composter and then the one tick delay on the sorter. And I had six or not six. How many, how many stacks can you have in a hopper? Is it just five? Five. Yeah. Yeah. I had five stacks of poppies sitting in a hopper. And any time a group of poppies would come in, it would only release one poppy into the composter. Yeah. I had that issue with my iron farm. I don't know if we set our filter up the same way, but yeah, that's the thing. It was it was gathering up in the hopper above the composter because the redstone torch yep. was like holding it there to where when one would come in, one would go through. Uh-huh. I know how to fix it. You delay it. Uh, No, you have to. I accidentally delayed it. Oh, okay. You d you want a you want a repeater with no ticks on it, right? Or I guess one tick because a repeater comes stock with one tick. Yeah, but that's how I got it. You need a buffer hopper between, so you have your sorting hopper. Yeah, and then you have the hopper below it that gets powered by that torch. You need one more hopper before you go into the composter. Yeah, I, I was afraid you're going to say that. I don't have room. <laughs> Can you go to the left or right? I don't believe I can. Mm. I'm I'm like inside of my tree that I built, mm -hmm. and there's very little space. I was surprised I was able to put a filter in there, but it filters it out, but it only goes so far down to where it's got to shoot down into my storage system. I don't know. Maybe I can mess with it a little bit, but I know what you're saying. 
Maybe I can come over shit. Because all I did was take the hopper that was getting powered by that uh, torch and turn it to the left and then had another hopper that went straight down to the composter. So the composter stayed at the same Y value. It just moved to the left one block. Okay. Ah, I might be able to do that. Yeah. And that fixes it because it'll go through that one hopper normally and then go into the buffer hopper. And then that buffer hopper can take as long as it wants because it's not getting powered. Right. I might be able to do that now that I, I got the picture in my head. Because I already moved everything down once just to fit that in there. Yeah. And I'd hate to, you know, have to move it down again. Yeah, you you don't have to move the composter down. If you have room to left or right, you can, hell, even forward, hmm. you can do that. I'll try. I'm going to look at it. Yeah, I got really excited when I found that out because I'm getting really kind of upset that my iron farm, which is already overflowing on iron, like it's just getting trashed now going into lava. <laughs> just I was like, I know there's a ton of poppies coming through this stupid system. Why am I getting such little bone meal? Right. Because my light block farm requires a ton of bone meal and I wasn't getting any. Hmm. So, yeah. Now every farm will go into the bulk farming storage system which is now set up to the composter, so when the storage system overflows, they'll get automatically composted, turned into bone meal. Nice. Really happy with that. Yeah, you need that. Sorry, I've got the sniffles this morning. I I woke up at 6.30, which says a lot because we lost an hour today because America's in daylight savings time mode now. Oh, that's why I feel so tired. Yeah. So I woke up early, took a shower, and like, all right, I'm going to make sure my nose isn't stuffy by the time we go to record. And it wasn't. And now that we hit record, my nose is just running. Hmm. That means I was up at 5 a.m. Oh. Yeah. You win. I mean, normal time. Yeah. I woke up at 6, but it's really 5 a.m. That's all for a week. Uh, I did some more things, but that kind of ties into our main topic, so I'll leave it for that. How about you? You actually built something really fun. Yeah. Uh, I've been working on it this week. It took a while for this episode to get out. It's going to come out. Actually, it'll be out by the time you guys hear this, so I guess I can spill the beans i built a gunpowder slash record farm Mm -hmm. and i got to see it yeah you came over and got to see it i had to set it up to where i had a skeleton shooting at an iron golem like just constantly it'll be shooting at the iron golem Mm -hmm. and i had to make it to where he doesn't hit the iron golem but he can see it so what i had to do was put a water stream in between them like right outside the skeleton and that kind of lowers the projectile distance of the arrow and it always comes up short Mm -hmm. and it actually it's crazy how it ended up happening but it goes like right over the block where the creeper is going to stand it's like a perfect arch that goes over this block i was like wow yeah i could not have done this any better like just the positioning Mm -hmm. got real lucky there but uh my main concern was the creeper blowing up yeah i i don't it's not going to have a big fall because i have a farm right above this farm so it's not going to fall very far, but because I put a magma block there, mm-hmm. when the skeleton shoots at the creeper, for one, there's a block, one block it shoots through, so there's a block hiding the creeper's face. Creeper can't see anything, Yep. but I was afraid... Can't be angered. Right. I was afraid the skeleton, because it's a little lower than where the creeper sits, the skeleton would hit it back, knock it back a little bit, and then the creeper could see it slightly. And then blow up. That was a, what I was afraid of. But the magma block prevents it from moving. There's no knockback. It just it sits there and gets shot. So I was grateful for that. Nothing explodes. It all works. The only thing 
is uh the records mm-hmm. you know they don't stack so i have i had to have an overflow to take care of all the extra records i don't even know if i'm going to fill this thing up eventually i might be able to mm-hmm. and then when it's on this magma block it could die without the arrow so i'm not getting all records from every creeper which is good because eventually i'm going to get all the records it's just i'm i'm going to overflow if i just get them off of every creeper and uh prevent preventing that that helps with the magma block it seems to work out really really well Mm -hmm. i just need to do a lot of spawn proofing there's a lot of areas below my base where mobs are spawning and taken away from the efficiency yeah when i was setting up my water streams i ran into a couple caves and i thought i had done a decent job i know there were still some caves going around but when i went into spectator mode just to make sure Items weren't getting stuck and all that stuff. Because that's the worst. When you build a water stream and the items aren't processing through, so they're just stacking there. So now you have entities just piling up. And as I'm watching it, I kind of glanced down and went, oh, I got so many caves to let up still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I put my player at a certain Y level to where below my farm there wasn't anything spawning. So I got a good bit of creepers in there Yeah. to where I was able to watch the action take hold. Now, are you doing... The the cat scares the creeper? Yes. Just one level. It's not even like a full level. It's like a half level. The cats just push them one way. Yeah. Force them to go one way. Mm-hmm. There's a ledge that they try to go to with two trap doors that they fall in and uh, go into the water stream and on over to where they get shot. Pretty easy setup. I, I mean, it's not the most efficient farm in the world, but when you think about it, it'll be running while you're at your base and you're just a single player. Right. And it'll probably be more than enough for you. Mm-hmm. It's nothing to where I need to shut it off. If I have to, I can go down and just throw one torch down. Yeah. You know, it's not like a, I have to go through levels and levels of creeper farms to, to stop this thing. If I need to put a torch down, I can. But uh, I don't think it's going to be as efficient to where I have to do that. I'd still hook up like a redstone lamp just for the heck of it. Yeah, I could do that. It'd be easy enough. Or maybe possibly make it to where I can block the line of sight of the skeleton to where he's not shooting 24 7 maybe i can take the record spot off and just kill the creepers yeah i was thinking about that too just break the line of sight yeah yeah you can do that with a piston or whatever and a solid block mm-hmm. not even a solid block a glass block will do it what am i saying yeah yeah that's uh something i might implement but yeah working it's working really well awesome I, w- I wanted to bring up the whole spectator thing in multiplayer you know some people might think like it's cheating to see through the ground it's like x-ray we get it. Yeah, Omni, every time I go into spectator mode, hacks! <laughs> I hear you, walrus. Yeah, yeah. But on like a multiplayer server, when, you know, mob count counts, you know, it affects everyone on the server, it's nice to have your caves lit up. And if it helps to x-ray to find these caves just to light up, not, not to go looking for diamonds or ores to become more rich. No. But just to light things up. That ruins the fun of the game. Right. Yeah, you're just helping yourself and everyone else out by doing that. And yeah, if you go back into Worlds and you look where I'm at, I'll do the spectator to see if I have in what area they're in, but I'm not spectator mode jumping from cave to cave. I'm still, all right, I got to find my way down to find a cave, and I'm usually walking through the caves and stuff. Right. Yeah, once I get to the caves, I'm... The amount of times I've gone back at the end of the season... And realized I was living on top of like a skeleton spawner that could have been super useful. Mm-hmm. 
and was like, I spent all year traveling to use a skelly spawner when there was one right here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ugh. Like, last season, for Ripple Effect, the space between me and Carl's base in Spawn Town, there was a skeleton spawner 20 blocks below the surface. Huh. Never knew it. It would That would have been an amazing early game. Oh, yeah. Oh, well. I did do a little stream also. You did stream. Stream weekend. Worked on my island. Yeah. I I missed your stream. I didn't wake up yesterday till 10 a.m. Yeah, and I was at a birthday party while you streamed, <laughs> so I didn't get to see the, you know, connecting farm thing. <laughs> Jim was like, you're not going to watch me. I ain't watching you. Have some cake. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to at where at the party. I was like, oh, Dud's just streaming. Let me yeah. put this up and, you know, at least lurk a little bit. But no, I was... My signal was terrible. It was not, you were just standing there <laughs> on my end. And I was like, well, can't watch this. Yeah. Yeah, it took all of an hour and a half to do those ice paths. They were long. Hmm. You have to check it out. Like a couple hundred blocks at a time. And it didn't help. I did the wrong path multiple times. This is how you can tell I don't use spectator mode to cheat when I do the pass. And I'm like, okay, it should be about this height. And I start going and I go in and I'm 100 blocks away from where I should be. Huh. I'm like, I should have hit this thing by now. Yeah, I, I use it to kind of just point me in the ge uh, general direction. Yeah, that's why I want Tweakaroo because that's something a lot of the people use on our server. And it just is like a disembodied camera. So you don't have to constantly jump between game modes, hmm. which is real nice. I just haven't, I haven't done another data pack thing. It's like, yeah. Yeah, using replay mod too. When you do a replay, you're bound to you know find yourself in in the ground somewhere. Yeah. To X-ray by accident if you don't mean to. I mean, it's bound to happen. Yeah, I don't see it as that big of a deal. It's it's not like people are going around hunting for things. Right. It's like when someone pops into spectator mode, it's usually to see one, why is this broken and not working, or two, I'm taking a screenshot from my thumbnail. Yeah. Anyways, should we get into the news? Yeah, we got big news today. We got big news. So the LA is on bedrock. Mm-hmm. Lucky. Yeah. We know the LA got voted in the mob vote. Its main thing is that you give it an item, and it goes in and it collects those items and bring them back to you. If you have a note block playing nearby, it'll go and it'll throw it at the note block. Mm-hmm. They'll spawn. See, now this is a big thing. We didn't know how they would spawn. Right. They're spawning in cages next to the uh, villager outposts and inside the woodland mansions. And I love that. I thought that was a perfect, a perfect uh, location for the pillager outpost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But like the fact that they're in mansions in these cells, I guess every mansion doesn't have a cell. I don't know. I could be wrong there. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I think it's it makes it more worth going to these mansions. Agreed. Because now that you can get these pillagers and uh, vexes and all the other mobs in raids, there's really no reason to go there because the loot really isn't all that spectacular. But now you can yep. get an LA. Mm -hmm. I like that. And this, the LA is adorable. Mm -hmm. I love the look of the LA. Similar to the vex. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Think of a vex, but cute. Mm -hmm. A little bit brighter blue. Uh, it looks exactly like the uh, promo picture that they had for it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll look similar. On Java, this is bedrock we're talking about, but yeah, hitbox is a little bit smaller than a single block, which is a relatively big hitbox considering. Yeah, uh, I think they didn't want to make the same mistake they made with bats, who have a super small hitbox, 
and are hard to hit, so it would be hard to give the LA something if it had a small hitbox, which it still is hard to give something to the LA. Those guys are constantly moving up and down, and there's no real way to lure the LA towards you. Yeah, it does look like it doesn't, you know, like just wander off into the sky. It kind of stays at the ground a little bit, but it is constantly moving. I think it's like four or five blocks, It'll the highest it goes. Yeah. It could take off, like if you have an item higher that it needs to go after, it'll go up there and, you know. And get it, yeah. Right. No obstacle for the LA. Mm-mm. Besides water. Yeah, it does not like water. Yeah, it kind of steers clear from the water, can drown. If it goes into water, though, it creates this crazy bubble uh, phenomenon around it. Yeah. As a way to float up. Now, the only thing I have a problem with is the LA can drown. So it's like 15 seconds underwater and it drowns mm-hmm. or starts taking damage, I should say. But when you see it underwater, it has this crazy bubble effect around it, which I get they're, they're making it look like it's flapping or whatever to try to get out of the water. But as Minecraft players, we're taught that when you see bubbles, there's air there. Right. And you can't drown per se. Yeah, you feel like it should be able to breathe if there's bubbles all around it. Right. Exactly. That's that's what I'm gonna, I love the animation. I like how it looks, but it's one of those. It's like my thing with the soul sand and magma cubes. Soul sands you sink down, so soul sand should pull bubbles down. Whereas magma cubes are, or the magma blocks are hot, therefore heat rises. It should push items up. I've always felt that they had that backwards, but yeah, I agree with that. Like the only thing I can go against it is the, the magma block gives damage. Yeah, to the entity. Only reason to pull it down into it. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Oh, the LA can only remember a note block for 30 seconds. So that means any note block machine you have set up has to have a timer on it. Mm-hmm. Not a fan of that because that's just asking for lag. Yeah, it's way more steps to use in this thing than you initially thought. Yeah, a lot of people were thinking this is going to replace water streams, stuff like that. Item transportations and... Yeah, it's visually more impressive to see this little character fly around bringing stuff back and forth. Mm -hmm. But when you're looking at it, it it does a very good job picking things up. But when its inventory is full and it's trying to drop stuff off is when it gets a bit confused. And like sometimes it'll only do a single item at a time instead of an entire stack at a time. Yeah, if there's more items to grab. Yeah, it'll only throw one at a time. As of right now, seems like a bug. Yeah, the little drop-off area. Well, I knew getting it to drop something off in a one-block space was going to be tough. It'll miss and just keep constantly trying to throw it in until it makes it, which, again, is adorable, but you're like, my items are despawning, go pick them up. Right. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's way more efficient ways and way easier ways. Mm -hmm. Way more or less maintenance (laughs) than using the LA for item transportation. That's for sure. And like you said, they're not very accurate. No. You know, they kind of throw them up. It does like a a huge arch. It's like a rainbow. Yeah. They throw these items and they throw them all at once. You know, the whole stack. If, like you said, if there's no more items on the ground, it'll throw the whole stack. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, sometimes it misses. And sometimes it like pre-throws it. Like they're not right next to where it needs to drop it off. And it starts throwing them anyway because they're close enough, they believe, I guess. Yeah, it's pathfinding in tight spaces, too. It's a little wonky, mm-hmm. which I say it's a little wonky. It's still better than like 90% of the mobs in the game. I, w- I want to get that out there. I think the LA is very intelligent in its movements, 
it's just not as precise as it needs to be to be effective, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, there's a video uh, Exuma Boyd put out just today about it shooting basketball. Mm -hmm. You know, it would give it a, a snowball and it would go and shoot the basketball and it would shoot it. And you would think like it would be way more helpful if it just went over and just slam dunked it, you know, but no, it goes for the layup and it could miss a layup. So that's the only thing you would think it would just put it where it needs to be. No, it kind of just tosses it. Yeah. Uh, he had a little tube set up, a little one block high tube mm -hmm. that the LA was supposed to try to fly through to drop uh, the item off. And it knew where the hole was and it could get up into the hole, but it had a problem fitting into the hole. Remember, it's got a, a hitbox just smaller than a one block size. It's like 0.8 by 0.8. So it can fit. It just had a little bit of trouble being precise enough to get through. And it ended up just standing outside the hole trying to throw items at the note block that's three blocks away. Yeah, I feel like they could shrink the hitbox if you could have, if they gave it an item, mm -hmm. or if you had an item on you that kind of lures it to where it stood still. You know, that would make it a lot easier Yeah, for you to, you know, come in contact with this thing. It is hard to click on to give it an item. Because mm -hmm. it's moving around so fast. But yeah, if you had something to make it stay still, you could lower that hitbox. I think it'd be all right. Yeah. I love the idea of, well, one, we don't know if you can breed them. Right. But I was kind of hoping you'd be able to breed them and they'd act a bit like dogs where they'd stay next to your side and kind of travel around with you. Mm -hmm. Kind of <laughs> kind of like a parrot hovering over your shoulder without resting on your shoulder. Yeah. That, that would be very cool. To me, uh, the problem is they kind of have the flight pattern to me of bees where they would prefer to wander instead of staying close. Yeah, I'm kind of curious if you like, let's say if you have an LA bringing you items and let's say I'm doing this and you show up, is he going to go over to you eventually and start throwing items at you because you're a player or is this my LA? It's connected with me. Exactly. How does it connect with you? You know, we don't know that yet. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious how that would work. I'm sure it would throw some at you. Right. And there brings up the fact about breeding the LAs. We know how we can find them, but these are also not super common locations to find them in. Yeah, and there's only so many. Yeah, Zuman in his videos found one in the first Woodland Mansion, but he went to five villager outposts without finding any. Mm -hmm. So if you're playing on an SMP, there's a chance you might not find an LA unless you go thousands of thousands of blocks out. Which stinks, especially when you know someone near you probably already has one that you could breed with. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I don't know. We just need to know more. I like the start of the lay. I like the design of the lay. I think it just needs fine-tuning. Yeah, I'm sure we're going to get some fine-tuning with it. Mm -hmm. It also, it can't path through doors, like around doors or something like that. It was it had trouble. Yeah, it struggles with doors. Yeah. And see, this is where I figured it would be like a Vex and Ghost-like and just kind of fly through. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. But I get where it, it couldn't do that because it's holding an item. That item can't fly through a door. Right. So. What if when you kill the Alay, it turns into a Vex? It's like a ghost. It's like a ghost Alay. Ooh. That'd be cool. Yeah, as of right now, we don't know. Like when it dies, drops anything. Doesn't drop anything. No, no drops. I wouldn't expect any drops. Mm -mm. It definitely feels like a mob you're not supposed to farm. Right. Yeah, very rare. <laughs> that seems to be kind of the uh, the theme going with this update. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, I forgot to mention Wireguy did bring this up in live chat 
he's sitting here listening to us. But it does make non-stackable items have a sorter now. That's true. If you give it an enchanted book, it'll go grab enchanted books Mm -hmm. and bring them to a spot. So there is that now. Yeah, and it seems like it's like one at a time. Like it can only hold a stack's worth, kind of like a bundle. Mm-hmm. So if it has a book, it's only going to have a, a one book. You know, it's not going to pick up a group, a stack of books. You know, it can only hold uh-huh. a stack's worth or an inventory slot worth, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's fair. Yeah. But you're right. Like all these items that you know are non-stackable that you have trouble filtering, that could help. The LA, that's where it comes in. I bet. Mm-hmm. That's its its big, what do you want to call it? I can't think of the word. I want to say grab bag, but that's not it. <laughs> Words are hard, man. I'm thinking of the word. I can't think of it. Yeah. Anyways, we're going to talk about the LA and our listener comments, but let's get some of the other things that have changed. Uh, Bedrock's getting updated touch controls. It enables a preview of new touch control schemes for players on mobile devices. And they can enable this by going to the settings, touch, enable new touch control schemes. Hmm. I hear the touch control schemes are kind of like the big thing holding back a lot of Bedrock players. So hopefully that helps out. Yeah, I was I was never a fan of playing on mobile because of the whole touchscreen yeah. settings. Maybe this will help. You know, maybe I'll give it a shot and see what it's like. I was, I was uh, at an oil change place getting the oil in my car replaced. And I watched a kid play Minecraft for an hour on his phone. Mm. And this kid was moving around, parkouring, building stuff so fast. Yeah. I was like, I could never do that on my phone. My son does that on his tablet. I'm like, he'd rather play on that than the computer. I'm like, I don't know (laughs) how you do it. Every time I go into the nether on mobile, it's over. That's the end. (laughs) I'm not getting out alive. I'm not getting out there. (laughs) Can't protect myself. Yeah. There's some vanilla parody changes, too. We, we know how much Bedrock people like to say parody. So, hey, guess what? You get your Shulker Farm shells now. Yeah, Shulker Shell Farm. There we go. Mm-hmm. Shulkers now have a chance to duplicate, or I say duplicate, spawn another Shulker when they get hit by a Shulker projectile. Same as Java. Love more parodies. When a mob picks up an item, the item can be pulled towards the mob as it picks us up. This matches java edition behavior what i don't ever see that hmm uh i guess if you're close enough maybe it does it not do that in bedrock are you talking about you don't you don't see that in java yeah i guess the the pop animation of a mob picking something up i'm so used to seeing that hmm. I don't know, like i'm so used to seeing the bedrock animations for stuff and they're so detailed and precise that the java animations just kind of be like <laughs> magic yeah I don't know if pulled is the right word there. Yeah. That they're trying to use. I know if like there's an item above my head and I can't quite reach it and I jump. I'm not quite at the item, but it'll give it in my inventory. I'm thinking that's what they mean. Maybe, yeah. Oh, that'd be so annoying. Maybe bedrock. You got to actually hover above it or actually go to that block. Yeah, that would be annoying. Another reason to play Java. Mm-hmm. Well, not now. <laughs> yeah, not now. Bedrock got it. All right. Uh, but that's it for the news covered a, a good bit of stuff let's hop into listener comments this one's from lock on four they asked does jimbo and carl so hear that carl if you got input now's the time now that the the, the la is out in bedrock it is only a matter of time before they pop in java what do you think you would do with the la infinite storage mobile lag machine 
Alay versus Vex. I would go Infinite Storage. It's so funny when they throw blocks at you. That's something we didn't cover either, is the Alay does not attack the Vex. And the Vex do not attack the Alay. Yeah, I, there's actually not a mob I could think of that attacks the Alay. I don't think so either, which is, I, uh, which is what I would consider a good thing. Yes. Yes, we know the Alay's passive, so yep. it doesn't attack. Uh, I don't think there's any weakness for it. Besides water, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, cactus, the normal stuff. Yeah, yeah. Anything that a passive mob could take damage on. Yeah, probably a magma block, which is funny because it flies. Yeah, well, yeah, it could always move. <laughs> but the, the infinite storage thing, I don't, I think it would be way too much of a headache. Yeah. It would probably be really fun to see. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Like if someone could pull it off, it would be awesome to see. I'm sure we're going to see it eventually, but man, the effort and the work involved. The thing is with the storage system is you're trying to store every item in the game. So would you need an allay per item? Mm-hmm. Like that's hundreds, maybe a thousand allays running around for this kind of, you know, big storage. You're lucky in the fact that you can give it a wool block and no matter what the color is, it'll pick it up. So if you give it a white wool block, it'll pick up the red wool, it'll pick up the blue wool. Same with terracotta. It does that? Uh, I'm assuming the same with concrete. Okay. So you, you have that, which is nice, but if I give it dark oak wood, I don't want it going and bringing me spruce. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Is there any way you could see it as useful? Uh, I like the idea of a buddy system. Okay. You can breed it or somehow uh, tame it and it stays near you because other mobs aren't constantly trying to attack it it would be nice to have it you're not constant like i don't bring dogs with me because i'm afraid of other mobs killing the dog and then all the other little things like crossing a river going near lava all these things could kill my dog and la which is flying and hovering and stuff would be nice to have as a companion piece not to mention if i'm doing something and uh, let's say I'm mining for something, but I'm mining over a ravine, and I break a block that's just out of reach, so I could give the Allay the item. It flies over, grabs the item, brings it back to me. Yeah. that like A companion that way would be, to me, the most useful. Uh, when you're farming chorus fruit, giving it a chorus fruit seed, Yeah, as you're shooting the, the plant, it flies down there and just picks it all up. That could be fun. Mm-hmm. But... As a way to replace water and ice streams, I wouldn't do it. Me neither. Even some of these redstone sorting things, the only thing I can see that would uh, be an upgrade would be the fact that if I left the chunks, it probably wouldn't break the system. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of stays stationary when you leave its Uh vicinity, I guess. Yeah. Now, the only problem I can see about it being like a companion, you taking it with you, Mm -hmm. is uh, the fact that Unless you give it an item, there's no way to attach the player to this thing. You know, it's not right technically yours, so mm-hmm. it could wander off with someone else, you know, <laughs> while you're wandering around. You're like, where'd he go? And it's in someone else's house, you know, yes. making steak or whatever <laughs> it's doing. It's like, what are you doing there? But yeah, that's the only issue there. Maybe there will be a way, but yeah. Yeah. I I mean, I at first I was thinking I could take this thing when I go desert mining. And there's an example of this actually on Exuma's video of uh, when I'm picking up all the sand. Sometimes you miss some sand while you're gathering it. Or sometimes when you're digging out sand, you got to stop and go gather up the sand that you, you know, didn't pick up. Now, this allay can pick all that stuff up. You don't have to backtrack. 
that was my idea of it. Mm-hmm. And uh doesn't necessarily do that. There's that thing where if there's items on the ground, it's only going to throw you one and go back for another item. So if they could fix that, it would be more useful. And then there's the fact that it does get in the way. I mean, especially if, if you have more than one, you know, they kind of get in your way of mining. So Yes. I wouldn't have more than one on me at a time. No. And this goes back to, I think it needs fine-tuning. I think its flight pattern is too much like a bee, and it should be just a tiny bit more parrot-like, where it's a bit precise. Yeah. But that's all I got for that one. You good? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I'm trying to get moving, because we're getting late in the show here. Yeah, we're pushing it. Mm -hmm. I I figure we'd spend a good time talking about the LA. It's pretty exciting. Yeah, pretty exciting. If it can get tuned up. Mm -hmm. If not, I feel it's going to go the way of the Phantom. Oh. Yeah. Hopefully not. I'm I'm sure they'll, you know, mess with it a little bit, give some tweaks. I'm sure it's going to get worked on a lot. Mm-hmm. And since you asked for my opinion, Lock on 4, I'm not a big user of automated storage systems. I kind of like manual storage, to be honest. It's kind of therapeutic to, like, pop down my shulker boxes and put them all the items away and all that kind of stuff. So I wouldn't be looking at using the LA for that kind of thing. But as Jimbo and Duds have discussed with like sand mining and chorus fruit mining, if Mojang could fix the issues with that, then the LA could be really, really useful in big projects like you're digging out a chunk for a slime farm, for example, and you need it to collect the stone. Uh, because you always fill up your inventory with stone but we've already discussed in the episode some of the limitations with the LA so if those could be worked out that'd be awesome I think I'd use the LA more as a pet I like the idea of having an LA in the house its own like pet room like maybe make it a maze and you could like have little holes in the glass and you like throw it items and it has to like go around the maze to find the items I'm not sure how doable that is at the moment because i haven't had a chance to play with it but i can see some cool ideas of some like little pet mini games uh involving the la so they're my my ideas but anyways thank you for that question lock on four that comment was from our discord it's the only place where you can talk to everyone who works on the show easily just take me jason's word for it Hey friends, it's me, Jason, and I'm a member of the Withering Effect Discord. It's a great place to talk to your fellow listeners and give your input into the show. You might even get your question or comment read out on a future episode. Join the Discord today. Link is in the show notes, and I'll see you there. Duds 100% this message. Thank you for the Discord ad, me, Jason. And speaking of the Discord, it's the only place you can get involved in our mending Minecraft vote. This week, we asked you to choose between one of three biomes for us to discuss and improve. Your choices were Deep Ocean, Warped Forest, and Savannah. And the winner mending Minecraft this week is... Savannah. Yeah. Pretty, uh, pretty hefty win there. Savannah had 31 votes. Uh, Deep Ocean was second with 14 votes, and Warped Forest was seven. So people people want to see the savanna be improved. So do I. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A few things on the savanna. Savanna is a common warm biome, typically generates bordering a desert or plains biome. There are three variations of the savanna. There's the savanna plateau, windswept savanna, 
also known as the Shattered Savannah, which I never heard of the windswept Savannah before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that was changed. It was recently. Yeah. And then uh, the, the regular Savannah. Those are your three variations. Uh, savannas are mostly flat biomes with vast amounts of tall grass all over the terrain and is home to the acacia tree. Structures found in the savanna are savanna villages and pillager outposts. Horses, donkeys, and llamas are, are some unique mobs found there. As the savanna, savanna has an arid climate, it never rains here, and thus, lust, and thus lightning can never naturally strike. And grass and leaves in the savanna take on a dull olive green color, giving an illusion of dryness. So that is all for the savanna. So talking about the fact that it never rains there, mm-hmm. this is one of the reasons why when I first started playing SMPs, I always lived in a savanna. I hated knowing that lightning could strike my building and burn it down. Yeah. I, I would always live in a savanna, so I never had to worry about that. But here's the thing. Savannas have two seasons. They have a dry season and they have a monsoon season where it rains a lot. Hmm. So I'm taking in the fact that we're not trying to make the savanna like real savannas. We're trying to make it more Minecrafty for Minecraft purposes. So some of the things I'm going to mention don't necessarily line up exactly with a savanna in real life. Okay. But I'm putting a bit of a Minecraft twist and I saw a lot of the comments saying, we're just, he's just going to do the, uh, the biome vote stuff. Well, because of that, I put no biome vote stuff in here. Doing my own thing. How dare you guys think I was going to do that? <laughs> the, uh, the first thing I thought of was sandstorms. I want sandstorms in Savannah. Mm. How cool would that be? Like, you don't get rain, but every once in a while you get, like, just uh, a dust fog effect that comes in. Yeah. You might have to bring it to the desert as well. Yeah, a lot of the stuff I mentioned could work in the desert. Like I thought of tumbleweeds. I actually do think tumbleweeds were a thing Yeah. in the desert biome vote. But it's a, it's a cool way to get sticks, and it brings motion and life to an area. Mm-hmm. But the big thing I wanted, I always tried to bring a new like tree type. Well, I'm not going to bring a tree type this time. I'm bringing elephant grass. Ooh, grass type. Grass type. And this elephant grass is this really thick, sharp grass. And you can use this grass to clog up waterways, which I thought could be cool in the redstone area. It can also cause damage to mobs and stuff mm. because it's, it's razor sharp. That's sharp, huh? Mm-hmm. I have to check his stuff out. Yeah, birds will nest in it to keep predators out and stuff like this. You remember early in Minecraft, people would build fences around their bases using cactus. Mm-hmm. Imagine doing a natural version of that with elephant grass. Yeah, and you wouldn't have to like stagger it either. Line it right up. I mean, we have the berry bushes, which is prickly, but... Yeah. Now, would this be like too high grass? So you can make a, an actual, what are those fences called? Razor fence? Barbed wire fence. Um, they do grow tall sometimes. Okay. So I think it would be a lot like the fern. You could have either the short version and then bone meal it to get it too tall. Yeah, I like that. Uh, and then finally, I'm adding an animal. Since I'm putting something in the game that hurts you in elephant grass, I figured we'd want a passive mob. And I went with a koala. Oh, I like this. Just because koalas are adorable and I want one. 
what what would this koala do? You have any idea? It's just an ambient mo- <laughs> <laughs> um, maybe you go hunting for berries or something like that, but for the most part, it's just gonna climb things and live in trees. Maybe it can like knock apples out of trees or something that could be cool, yeah, yeah, if you go up to it in an oak tree, there's gonna be an apple item on the ground every once in a while. And see, that actually works with one of the things I wanted to talk about that I don't know if we're going to have time for, but coming up with new food for Minecraft using the old food, like better ways to craft things. If you could have koalas technically passively farming apples for you, making an apple a more realistic food source, that'd be so nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's another reason why koalas be a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, originally I think it was meerkats that they were going to bring to the savannah. Or was that a... No, it was an emu. An emu? Yeah, they're going to bring an an emu in. And uh, what was it, termites or something? Oh, that's right. I think the... uh, That's the desert I'm thinking of. Yeah. And I was just like, nah, we're not bringing termites and a bird getting koalas. Yeah. There was a... What was it? A hawk? Vulture. Vulture. Yeah. Was that the desert thing too? I think that was a desert thing. Probably. I could see a vulture being useful in Minecraft and the fact that it could fly up and circle where you died. Mm-hmm. So it could be a bit of a beacon. Yeah, that'd be cool. At least in the, the biome you you died in. Yeah. Hopefully you're in that, that biome where it helps. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's kind of all I had for fixing the savannah. Nice. One thing. Okay. What if there's, uh, there's one, uh, the zombie horse. There's really not a home for the zombie horse. Uh-huh. Maybe the savannah can be home to those since the horses are so common. That's one thing I was thinking about. You hmm. don't see these zombie horses at all. I think you have to breed a certain way to get those, but I don't think you can get them in vanilla, period. Like, you have to use creative mode to bring it in. Yeah, there's a spawn egg, and that's only way. I know on uh, Comicraft, like, that was one of the rewards for. Basically, we were constantly always trying to advertise and bring in new players to keep the server active. And we had these little links you can click to upvote. And basically, if you upvoted every link every day for a month, I think you got a zombie horse item. Hmm. Like, we we just straight up give you the spawn egg. You can spawn it if you want. If not, trash it. But zombie horses were in the server. That'd be cool to bring back. Yeah. Here's the worst part. We're, like, right on the edge of time. Mm-hmm. I think we can make it. Well, I'm trying to think, do we want to go ahead and bring this topic up now or save for later? I think we talk about our travel. Okay. So one of the ideas I want to talk about was bringing in new ways to fix traveling. Because let's face it, once you get once you get an elytra, it's over. Yeah. That's the new way to move about. And I was like, well, what could be some fun ways to fix traveling? And I had the idea of instead of just having a boat that can carry two people, Maybe you can make a sailboat that can hold up to five people. Now, instead of also holding five people, maybe now you can also hold things like horses. Mm. So you're not you're no longer making your horse tread water behind you while you're in a boat, but now the horse can ride with you in the sailboat. Yeah, and I th- I thought that'd be really cool. It'd still work just like a normal boat, but it's just larger capacity funny how I, I can't fit a horse in a boat, but I can fit a panda. And a cow. And a cow. Yeah. I mean, 
pretty sure they take up just as much space. <laughs> right. Iron golems, I don't think, can fit in boats. Right. So, yeah, I I like the idea of a sailboat. It doesn't have to be these massive things. It can be, imagine putting three normal-sized boats together and then adding a small little banner as a sail. It can be something like that. Okay. We're not talking like, you have to build this ginormous thing and then, no, it's... Magically bring it to life. (laughs) Yeah, no. Crafting recipes, just, I don't know, five boats in a U-shape creates a sailboat <laughs> maybe yeah. two banners in there i like the i like the idea of using banners mm-hmm. perfect for the sail yeah i just think that could be really cool it's not game breaking in any way and elytra would still be a better way to move around individually but the fact that you can now move, move multiple players like if you're going out on a, a travel expedition with multiple people that could be a fun way to get around especially since we now have the wider rivers that are connecting to oceans and lakes better. It just makes a lot of sense to me. I love I love ocean travel in Minecraft. I, I wish there was just better versions of it. And then there's the idea of adding chest boats. Yes. Now, we're supposed to get this with the swamp update, but I didn't see it. I haven't came across it. With, yeah. You know, we got our mangroves and our mud, even frogs, but I, or toads. Frogs are toads. Frogs. Yeah. But I haven't seen the whole chests and boats thing and that was supposed to be a swamp thing but that that'd be cool to add to the sailboat yeah i don't think i've seen that yet either Mm -hmm. yeah and my idea is just that like you have five player spots and i say five players because i figured two on each side and then one person at the back who has to steer the boat yeah now if you have a mob that takes up two spots like a horse the horse could sit on one side now you can have three players maybe uh a chest could take up a single player spot. So maybe if it's just you in a sailboat, you now can carry four chests in your sailboat. And now you combine that with shulker boxes. That's a massive amount of storage you can move around. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Kind of curious if you could pick this thing up. Like, could you hit it and just pick it up like a normal boat? Or would it have to be like deconstructed and built again? Yeah, that's the only thing. Because I mentioned building it in a crafting table. Yeah. So you would have to be able to pick it up after you craft it, but you're right. Just whacking it with the sword a couple times to pick it back up doesn't sound right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you hit it with the axe and it it breaks like a chest and just kind of blur. Yeah. Now you have your five boats and two banners again. Yeah. Just rebuild it. You have to rebuild it every time. So there's a downside to it. Yeah. I'm kind of similar to like a hopper minecart. They do the same thing. Yeah. You got to rebuild it. It becomes an item. It, exactly. All right. But I thought I thought it's just a fun idea. I know we see it with Hermitcraft. Like they're trying to kind of get into horses, bring that way of Minecraft back. And if there's a way of Minecraft I would be wanting to bring back, it's water travel, especially considering we played for years with boats just being the most flimsy thing in the world. Mm-hmm would cost you hit a lily pad and it would break yep now that we have durable boats now i will i want more fun ocean travel not only would they break you'd like lose it yeah because you wouldn't have enough supplies to make another one yeah and you're like this i remember that it was my it was like the first week i started playing yeah i had my boat and i'd hit something and i'm like what is the point what's the point even him <laughs> you park it up next to the shore too hard and prop. Mm-hmm. gone 
but I guess we can get into mine. Mm-hmm. I'll be kind of quick. I was thinking of a way to travel through the sky with a, a new mob. I was thinking of an eagle, some kind of large bird. At first, I was like a griffin mm-hmm. could do it, but maybe an eagle to where it could grab the player by the shoulders, but it only takes you from point A to point B, only two locations. And maybe you have like two posts set up on each location. It just flies back and forth. So it can take you from like your base to someone else's base or your base to spawn town. And maybe there's another eagle there. You can take a ride to go from spawn town to someone else's base. Something like that, you know, to where you wouldn't necessarily need the nether hub. You know, spawn town could have these eagles that could take you to everyone's bases. Mm -hmm. I thought that would be really cool. And then maybe you can... You can't control where it flies, but maybe you can speed it up and slow it down as you go. Yeah. thought that would be pretty cool. The first thing I thought of when you said that was Lord of the Rings and Gandalf. Fly, you fools. Because everyone yeah. uses that as a, he told you to take the stupid birds. Yeah, it's kind of similar to that. Yeah. What kind of birds are those? That's, that's what we need. That would be fun. Especially because like, I keep bringing, or I kept bringing up dragons all the time. And what you're saying is like a rail system in the sky. Right. Exactly. So you're not controlling these animals flying around. It's like you build a nest and then you build another nest. And this bird flies from nest to nest. Yeah, but you don't have to worry about laying rails all through the terrain. Exactly. You know, it's just in the sky. These things are rare, you know. Mm -hmm. Not too sure where you could find them. You know, they would need, you know, some thought. The only problem I can see with that is trying to get it to know to fly into unloaded chunks. Mm, yeah. That might be a little hard, but I guess it could do that the same way the locate command works, because a locate command can find stuff that's not in loaded chunks, obviously. Right. Yeah. I thought that was, that'd be fun. Yeah. You know, something a little different. And then there's something I brought up a while ago that we could definitely use, and that's the zip line. Yeah. Connect it to your crossbow somehow. Give crossbow a little bit more use. Now, I'm not talking like a grapple hook, Mm -hmm. but just a zip line. I'm thinking possibly you could make it up to 60 block distance. And I think that's five chunks, if I'm not mistaken. Is it 12 by 12 is a chunk? Yes, I think so. I believe. Yeah, or 16 by 16. Can't remember. Minecraft numbers. You know, everything's like divisible by eight or 16 or whatever. Anyways. Uh, yeah, 60 block distance, I figure, would be long enough. Could be your longest line. And, uh, yeah, just swing up or down. Well, I guess you could only go down. Man, now I'm thinking of flaws in my zip line. Maybe I shouldn't have brought it up. Yeah. Oh, no. You're in trouble now. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how it would work. You know, you take your crossbow, you're at a certain point, and you'd shoot it. If you'd miss, you know, you'd have to shoot it. To get it to where you want it, you couldn't just place it. But wherever you shoot it, it would connect. And then on your end, you can connect it somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But if you were to disconnect it on your end, you would have to pick it up on the other end. That's one way I was thinking could balance it a little bit. Yeah. It'd be annoying, but you'd have to go over to grab it on the other end. I don't know. Mojang would probably have better ideas than that for a (laughs) zipline. A zipline would be fun. Yeah, but it's all goes around the fact that ropes need to be in Minecraft somehow. Mm -hmm. Especially with the caves and mountains. Mm -hmm. Like we, we, there's, in the caves, you can only travel really by foot. Yeah, there are open caves. You can use your elytra here and there. Mm -hmm. But, you know, maybe some zip lines could help cave travel and mountain travel. 
Yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Mm -hmm. Those are my only two suggestions I got. All right. The last thing I had was food crafting, but that's kind of a bigger topic. So we'll save that for another time. Okay. And uh, I think that's going to do it for us. Before I have Jimbo read us out, I want to say a huge thank you to all of our patrons who are supporting our show. The milk level patrons are Omni, Croc, Fragile Rock, Casey Plays Games, OB, Vipers Tuna, and Wire Guy. If you too would like to get access to exclusive benefits and hours of extra content each month, please consider joining at patreon.com slash the withering effect. And if you like the show, you can share it with all of your friends and on social media. My dog is going nuts downstairs. <laughs> can you hear him barking? Jesus, crummy. <laughs> If you listen on Spotify, rate and follow us so you never miss a future episode. Or if you listen on Apple Podcasts, leave us a nice review. Doing any of these really helps the show reach more listeners. If you'd like to get in contact with us, send an email to podcast at thewitheringeffect.com. Tweet us, leave a voice message, or join our Discord, where you can have a chat with everyone who works on the show and fellow listeners. All the links are in the show notes. This show has been brought to you by Jimbo and myself. And my two dogs. <laughs> and his two dogs but also our digital producer carl he helps make sure the show is up where it should be and the amazing music you hear in the intro nacho is created by the one and only decoy everyone's social media info can be found in the show notes you guys have been awesome thank you so much for getting with us you should probably go drink your milk now bye see you guys